certain, praise is like faith. It has nothing to do with your feelings. In the Amplified Version, Romans 4.20 says, No unbelief or distrust made him waver or downly question concerning the promise of God. But he grew strong and was empowered by faith as he gave praise and glory to God. Just as faith increases by hearing information from God's word, faith also increases when we praise him. You can say that praise is acting out in faith. <clears throat> because it's difficult to try to praise God when you're going through some rough times. Can, can you all agree with that? It's very difficult to rejoice when you're dealing with some situations. It's very hard. But when we praise, even in the midst of trial, it's a step of faith. It's saying that regardless of what my circumstances are, I know that my God is going to come through for me. I don't know how and I don't know when, but I know God will. In Romans 4.20, Abraham said was empowered by faith as he gave praise and glory to God. Go to, uh, go to Matthew chapter 26 and look at verse 30. Here in Matthew 26, we read the story of Jesus who, who gathered his disciples together and had the final meal before he was going to be crucified. Right? We call it the Last Supper. And in verse 30, it says, And when they had sung him, they went out to the Mount of Olives. Now, at the end of their supper, you know, this is where Jesus broke bread and says, Take and eat, for this is my body which is broken for you. Do this in remembrance of me. And then he took the cup and he says, Take this cup, for this is the blood of my covenant. Drink it in remembrance of me. Okay, that's the Last Supper. But at the end of the Last Supper, the Bible said that they all sang a hymn. Now, the hymn that they sang was based on Psalm 113 through 118, all right? And I would, you know, encourage you to read that because it, it's, it's really powerful because these psalms are praise of deliverance, okay? And that's what they were singing. So, and keep in mind that this wasn't just an ordinary supper. This is what we call the Passover meal. And the Passover meal is actually a celebration of deliverance. Based on Exodus chapter 6 and verse 6 through 7. So why don't we go there, Exodus chapter 6, verses 6 and 7, it says this. Therefore say to the children of Israel, I am the Lord, and I will bring you out from under the burdens of the Egyptians. I will rescue you from their bondage, and I will redeem you with an outstretched arm and with great judgments. And I will take you as my people, and I will be your God then you shall know that I am the Lord your God who brings you out from under the burdens of the Egyptians. So what we see here are four expressions of deliverance. He says, I will bring you out. He says, I will rescue you. He says, I will redeem you. And then he says, I will take you. And that is what the Passover meal is all about. It is a celebration of their deliverance. And Jesus was to be their deliverer and their redeemer. Now, Go to Acts chapter 16 and look at verse 25. God gives us praise, uh, songs of praise in times of trouble. How many of you know that? How many of you sing when you're in trouble? Other than crying out. In Acts chapter 16, we know the story where Paul and Silas were apprehended. They were stripped down. They were beaten with rods. 
Then they were placed, they had stocks placed on their feet, and they were thrown into the dungeon. So there they sat in the dungeon in pain and agony because of the beatings and the discomfort because of the stocks on their feet. And the verse 25 says, But at midnight, Paul and Silas were praying and singing hymns to God, and the prisoners were listening to them. Now, it is believed that the hymns that they were singing were the very same hymns that Jesus and his disciples were singing during the Last Supper or the Passover meal, which was the, uh, the, uh, the celebration of, of deliverance, which is what they were singing. It's interesting how they were singing a celebration of, of, of a deliverance, of their deliverance, and how Jesus was also singing with his disciples the same hymn, which is a celebration of deliverance. In the book of Job, in chapter 35 and verse 10, it says, Where is God, my maker, who gives songs in the night? God gives songs in the midst of trials. Now, go to Habakkuk chapter 3 as we get ready to close. And look at verse 17. Habakkuk, the prophet, demonstrated his confidence in God despite the desolate conditions in Judea. He says this, and this is what he's seeing. This is what he's seeing. This is the information he was gathering from his physical senses. He said, even though the fig trees have no blossoms and there are no grapes on the vines, and even though olive crops do not fail and the fields lie empty and barren, even though the flocks die in the fields and the cattle barns are empty, which is a farmer's nightmare, you can also add this to the list. Even when my bills are mounting up and I don't have the finance to pay them all. Even when I've lost my job and I don't know what to do. Even when I'm about to lose my house. Even when my marriage is failing. Even when my kids have gone crazy and have strayed away from God. Even when I'm struggling and don't know who to turn to. Even when my life has failed. Even when I'm struggling with drugs and alcohol. Even when we cannot see what God is doing in the midst of all of this mess. And even though I don't see any changes in my circumstances. Habakkuk. Ends with this in verse 18. Yet I will rejoice in the Lord. And I will be joyful in the God of my salvation. Habakkuk's feelings were not controlled by the events that were around him. But it was controlled by the faith in the God, in, in the God that he served. And it's his ability to get his people through the circumstances. <clears throat> the word rejoice here in verse 18 means to jump for joy. And the word joyful means to spin around. So think about this. Your world is falling apart. And you don't see any relief nearby. You don't see any relief in sight. Yet you act out in faith by jumping, by spinning around and singing hymns of praise, praise of deliverance. That's what this, what, this is what uh, Habakkuk was saying here. This is what they were doing. It was a celebration of our deliverance. It's a trust and a belief that God is going to get them out of their situation, regardless of what the circumstances are. Even though they may not see any kind of relief. But we don't live by what we see. We live by faith. Faith is the evidence of things not seen. Psalm 146 in verse 2 says, While I live, I will praise the Lord, and I will sing praises to my God while I have my being. Notice what it says. 
says, while I live, not while things are going well. He says, I will praise the Lord and I will sing praises to my God while I still have my being. And in verse 113 and verse 3 says, from the rising of the sun to its going down, the Lord's name is to be praised. When nothing makes sense, when trouble seems more than you can bear, remember that God is our deliverer. And we have to take our eyes off the circumstances, take our eyes of what we see, what around us, and what we feel, and not go by our physical senses, but believe and trust in God's ability to get you out of the situation. Know and understand that God cares about you. And he knows your situation. And he will come and deliver you and set you free. Are you hearing me this evening? Amen. Let's pray. Father, we thank you for all that is said and done here tonight. We thank you for the words of encouragement. Thank you, Lord God, for help building our faith, Lord God. We thank you that you're a God that truly cares, a God that truly loves us, a God 